Welcome to the Dream Out Loud podcast, where our mission is helping others to succeed. I'm your host, Chris Bowen, and today we're talking with Marvin Allen, a former client of the RC and now an ICF certified life coach. Our topic today is coaching as a calling. Marvin Allen is an accomplished leader who has directed small and large programs for Fortune 500 companies, small businesses, and nonprofit groups. He is known as a turnaround agent because he thrives on impacting poor, reforming organizations and making them more efficient. So let's get started. Marvin, it is a pleasure and a delight to have you here today with us on this Dream Out Loud podcast. Welcome today, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, Chris. I'm enjoying being here already. Man, I tell you what, it is good to see so many amazing people that have come through the program and is now doing their thing. And of course, today we're going to be talking to you about coaching as a calling. So whenever I ask that question or somebody may be listening today to say, is coaching really a calling? What would your advice, opinion or thoughts be on is coaching a calling? Well, you know, that's an interesting question. Is coaching a calling? I'll answer it, of course, for me. And for me, the answer is yes. Not only is it is it a calling, it's, it's such a divine that it's been part of my life even before uh, I knew about coaching. And we'll probably get more into that as we talk some more and follow up with other questions. Absolutely. So maybe somebody's hearing about you today for the very first time. Tell us a little bit about you. Well, first of all, as you can see, um, I am a black man, which is awesome. <laughs> and so let me just tell you, I'm a proud one who is a believer in Jesus Christ. I'm a husband. I'm a father, three adult children. Let's see, I'm born in Orlando, Florida. Uh, I've had two wonderful sacrificing parents uh, who really gave me a head start. I graduated from Morehouse College and then went on to to some advanced degrees from Florida Institute of Technology and then a host of other business schools throughout my uh, my career and different things. I'm retired from the aerospace industry in 2011, wow. and that's when I began to pursue my calling to really help others. Wow, that's amazing. And we know that uh, Dream Releaser started more than a decade ago now, and uh, you were one of those that was pretty close to the beginning of that and said, wow, I want to become a part of that. I want to take root in that. I want to grow in that. So tell me, what got you actually interested in coaching? What was that deciding factor that said to you, I want to get started with this? You know, honestly, it was a conversation, Chris, with my pastor. I was coming out of... Um, of corporate America, I had a great career, trying to figure out what I was gonna do next, full of energy, full of eagerness to go do all of these things, right? And I sat down with my pastor, honestly talking about the ministry and you know what I could do. And, and, and you know, and he, uh, he was part of also uh, one of the events they had for my retirement. And he said, you know, <laughs> Marvin, have you ever thought about coaching? And I said, mm. coaching? <laughs> You know, what, what you went about coaching and, you know, I'm thinking trying to get on, you know, some, some boards somewhere, figured out I'll be a consultant to go off and, and, and be with some of these executives I was with already. And he said, no, 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 no. He said, you know, when you look at your life and when I look at what you do, even around the church, and I look at you as an individual, I am seeing you do some things that you may not even be aware of what you're doing. And, uh, I'm familiar with coaching. 
I went to BRC and I said, Pastor Robinson, uh, I, I, I don't know much about it, but I'll, I'll look into it. And that's what really got me to DRC. I, I looked it up. I had been with uh, uh, Sam Chan and some other settings that I'd seen him in. And so mm-hmm. I knew of him. And so I was like, okay, if my pastor thought this was good and he sees something in me, then I'm, I'm going to give it a try. And that's how I got started. Wow, that's awesome. And now we know that coaching is uh, one of those top careers and the top three of people actually pursuing today. And I'm glad that DRC had this vision and this heart uh, more than a decade ago to say, we're going to help people live their dream. We're going to help get them there. I was in that very first room in that first meeting when I started birthing that and the pain that was there getting things started. And now hundreds of graduates. So we're excited to you, that you're a part of that. So somebody may ask, um, so coaching is is it a service or is it a business? And so how would you answer a question like that? Is it a service or business? I tell you, I'm going to sound like a politician, but I'm going to tell you it's both. The business part affords me the opportunity to offer uh, the service part. Uh, and so, you know, for as for absolutely, uh, you know, there there is there's a big part of me that's all about service. And mm-hmm. that is constantly giving back because I am blessed with so much. At the same time, there's a part of me that says, you know, how do I continue to look out for my family? How do I continue to, you know, earn earn an income, provide for them? And so, yes, so from a business side, it definitely, but it allows me to do what I do just naturally. So I get to take on clients that may not be able, may, they may not see at the mm-hmm. point where they can afford to get some coaching right. and we can have some conversations. My wife and I also uh, lead the marriage ministry. And so we use many of the principles and tenets of coaching mm-hmm. through the marriage ministry in terms of what we're doing. And so that's just a way right there that I am giving back and using it as a service but it's also tied to my business. Absolutely. And so we realize that so many people are are starting off as we want to serve people and that's fantastic. But the business piece is there you can make a huge business out of coaching because people are just stuck. And so a lot of people don't understand coaching and, and how it actually moves somebody forward. We know that counseling is for the unhealthy while coaching is for the healthy but stuck. And so it's right. a very lucrative business in today's market. So very, that's very Yes, sir. Very, very lucrative. You know, I have many clients. I have clients now that uh, span the globe. Uh, and and so when I start looking at these clients, you know, honestly, coaching was introduced to me as an executive. Mm-hmm. But because I was an executive, I had access to it. But but even then, you know, I, I used it, but I didn't appreciate it yeah. as much as I did in my later years as an executive. Yeah. And so this is exciting for those listeners today uh, with the podcast here at Dream Out Loud podcast. Here's somebody talking about Fortune 500 companies and you're saying this thing works. So for those that are listening today, this is nobody that's just, you know, kind of small out there. This guy has done it. He has put it into effect and it's working for him. So let me ask you this question, Marvin, because there are so many coaching programs out there. There's programs everywhere that you can simply maybe go for a day and receive uh, some kind of certification. We know ours is actually a 50 week program um, that you actually are entitled to having a master coach with you and a team that you build those skills. Why did you pick dream release or coaching out of all the different coaching firms that are out there? You know, first of all, it had, it was recommended. Mm-hmm. So it had reputation. Yeah. Right. To the individuals that was 
aligned with it, I had high respect for. Yeah. You know, I, I, I look, I'm going to tell you, one of the reasons of leaving corporate America is because when I started looking at people above me, yeah. they didn't have the lifestyle that I wanted. Mm. That was very important. Wow. And so when you start asking, you know, aligning with individuals and with people, you got to figure out, you know, who you're aligning with. And so our program at DRC, let me just tell you, it is it is great. It is great because not only is it thorough and going through having a master coach to walk with me, we were getting coaching while we were learning about coaching all yeah. along the way. So it was constant. We were constantly talking. We were talking about our, our fears. We were talking about things to release out of ourselves, yeah. uh, things that we needed to do. So, so, so it was great. And then on top of that, as I moved forward, I even started learning even more because when I went for my international coaching federation credentials, I was like, wow, I got a bunch of hours already from the program that I was in a lot more than what many of the other programs are doing. And I had, when I start comparing myself to others, as I listen to others that go through the different programs, I am so thankful because of what I got and, and the education that I got and the practice that I got because I match up against anyone. And so absolutely, you know, Chris, today I go into no setting of no fear Right. Not doubting myself, not doubting my credentials because I had a good start and a great education. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes people want to, you know, kind of like a get rich quick program. And that's not what DRC is. We are one that puts hands on for 50 weeks, get you all the way to the ICF certification, because that's the place that we really want our clients to get to. We want to make sure that they are qualified and uh, to get reinstated and just really understand the importance of coaching and why to hold those credentials. So we're very proud. Uh, Dr. Brenda, uh, of course, one of our co-founders with her husband, Dr. Sam Chan, has wrote all of the curriculum. And so it is truly, I mean, it's impeccable. And we're really pleased to be able to put that kind of quality out there. And now it's approved by the ICF. Not very many companies have the uh, equipment uh, to be able to put out there and say, this is actually being used with the ICF. So we're very honored for that. So without breaking confidentiality, tell us a maybe a memorable coaching moment where you were watching your client have a significant moment of awareness. This is the most fun thing for me as a coach is seeing somebody have that what I call aha moments and tell us about that aha moment that you saw and walked your client through. Chris, I'd like to share two with you. Sure. Uh, one, one um, is a uh, executive for a very large company mm-hmm. uh, and is doing phenomenal things in the financial world. Mm-hmm. He's absolutely doing great. And so you ask yourself, well, you know, he, he got a hold of me. We started talking, but he was, when he talked to me, he lacked fulfillment. Mm. And, you know, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And so we, we began to talk and we began to work with each other. And I'd say maybe about two sessions in, he really got to answering a question that I learned from DRC. Mm. And it was, hey, you know, if you could dream out loud for a moment, Right. And money and time was not an object. What would you be doing and where would you be? Great coaching question. <laughs> Let me tell you, he started talking and Chris, he broke down at that point And he shared with me a dream that he had from a little boy that he wanted to be an author. 
but he couldn't tell his parents he wanted to be an author because they thought authors, you know, that's not a profession. You can't make any money doing that. Get something you can go make money in. And, and, and so he had immigrated to this country. He had to, you know, do some things. He said, okay, this is what I'm doing. I'm good, great with numbers. And he was doing it. He had a great lifestyle for himself, but all alone, he had a dream that was that that wasn't fulfilled. That he was missing it. Chris, I want you to know that uh, you know he's 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 now written four novels. Wow! And he's now now that he's got them, he's aligning with a publisher. So I, I can't mention much more to mm-hmm. try to get them published. But he is now happy, and through the coaching with me, he was able to go sit down with his parents and say, "May I share something with you?" Wow! That I really want to be an author, but I never knew how to tell you all. Wow! And he is now much happier. Only his wife knew about the fact that he was secretly writing. Uh-huh. And now, through coaching with me, he shared it with his kids because he went on and shared, "Hey, I held a dream inside because I wasn't willing to talk to my parents about it. Yeah, I want to make sure I'm not doing the same thing with you all." What are your dreams? My coaches asked me to start living wow. out my dream. What am I dreaming about? What I want to do? And so, yeah. so that's one that's been. Okay, before you go into the second one, Marvin, I want to ask you this. Where do you yeah. think that this young man would be had he not had a coach to ask him that powerful, powerful question, which is part of what we do in coaching, asking powerful questions? What would have happened had you not asked him? If money wasn't an object, education wasn't a factor, what would you be doing? What What do you think would be the the, the end of this young man now? <laughs> You know what? He would be a retired executive right now asking, why is he not happy? Mm, mm. That's where he would be right now. Wow. And today he is determined that, hey, I don't need to retire right now because it wasn't a job that was making me unhappy. Right. It really was the fact that I had these things inside of me that needed to get thirst uh, and go. Uh-huh. And so he's doing that. He's continuing to, and now he's looking to do things to get his parents here into this country. He's buying them a home. All these things he's looking at right. because he's free. That is exciting. And that's what <laughs> that's what this thing is about. I get excited. And those of you that maybe are listening to the podcast today, we're sitting down with Marvin Allen, and he is just absolutely amazing. He is a former client, now ICF certified uh, coach. Yes. And, and he's telling us a little bit about his story of what he has done to really be able to make impact in people's life and to make a difference. And that's what coaching is all about. So you said you had two stories there. I can't wait. I get excited to hear about aha moments because I know that without coaching, my life would be in a different place as well. So I know what coaching does. And I'm hoping that our viewers and our listeners today are saying, I got to have that because it really does unveil and push the dreams out of us and makes it a reality. So tell us your second story. The second story is uh, the client mm-hmm. was me. Mm. And I, I mentioned to you earlier that this calling uh-huh is divine. And let me explain to you why the second one means so much to me. I happened to be at a conference. It was a, uh, it was a ministry conference and someone came up to me and they said, Marvin Allen. And I said, yes. He said, how are you? And I said, I am marvelous. <laughs> and then, you know, we started talking. He said, you don't remember me, do you? And I said, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't. And he said, 
you changed my life. Wow. I said, I changed your life. He said, yes. Chris, I'm I'm not going to say who it is, but this is a prominent pastor in the Atlanta area with a Mm -hmm. very large following Mm -hmm. who I happened to interview at some point in one of my jobs Mm -hmm. in, in the engineering world when he was in school and he talked about how I stopped the interview process. Everyone else was asking, and I began to speak in his life. Wow. Wow. And he said, you asked me some questions and changed my whole trajectory. And Mm -hmm. I, I haven't seen you since that time. And to see you today, Chris, he started talking about many things that the people that I knew, the things I would do. This young man had been watching me and I didn't even know it. Wow. Chris, I was brought to tears by the mere fact of someone telling me that 30 some years ago, 20 some years ago, I was doing something that was consistent with what God wanted me to do. And I didn't even know it, Chris. Wow. That's something. So that's where it is, Chris. And so the client was me because it, it showed me yeah. that, no, this was not just a business. This was not just something to go do. This was part of what my pastor had told me. This is something that's part of you and uniquely designed how you are and what you are. Yeah. And you need to live it. Yeah. It is something a lot of people feel like um, I was created to work this job or to pastor this church or to build this building. And when they really go through coaching, they really find out what their real purpose in life is. I thought, I really did. I thought my purpose in life was to pastor. But what happened after pastoring when I retired at 51, my life would have been over. But I found out that my calling is to help others. That really does. That said, giving hope. I want to give hope to everybody that I can. That's what I wake up in the morning for. So here at the Dream Out Loud podcast, we know that the chance, what they really, really trying to instill in people's life is to help others succeed. And you just gave us two, not one, but two amazing stories. And one of those being you, uh, where would you be had those questions not came in to your life, those aha moments that really were revealed? So if someone asked you, of the benefits of becoming a coach, what would you say to somebody that's saying, well, I've heard a little bit about coaching. What would benefit me to become a coach? What would you say to our viewers today and our listeners that would ask that kind of question? I'll tell you, I'll tell you something that's funny. People ask uh, my wife and I, how come, uh, you know, we do the marriage ministry and I tell them all the time because I'm I'm in remedial training. Mm-hmm. I get to go through it constantly and constantly <laughs> remind myself of the right. things I need to continue to do. Well, coaching does the same thing because right. when I'm in the process of even helping others and coaching others like you, I get excited myself. Yeah. And when yeah. I get excited myself, I start thinking about things that I need to do. I start thinking about the dreams that, that I have that I need to go ahead on and, and help release. I need to put a plan together. I need to document those things. I got to have accountability partner. Chris, I get excited about it. So what happens is while you're helping others, you don't realize how much you're helping yourself. And Chris, that is one of the greatest benefits. Because don't you think most of us realize that there is something in our life that we know that we're to help others in some area. It's not about what we get. It's what we give out that fulfills our life. 
And so yeah. that's what I'm hearing you say over and over and over again, Marvin, is really giving out because I see you getting excited. And many's going to be on the podcast. They can't see our facial expressions and read our body language. Thank God they have our tones that we also teach in, in uh, Dream Releaser Coaching is that you know 7% of communication is your words, 38% is your tones, and 55% and is our body language. We get excited because we realize how it transformed our life. It really did. Absolutely. And, and, let, and let me give you let me give you two quotes, one of which is amazing that I can remember a quote that I learned back at grade school. Uh-huh. And and honestly, it was it was impactful then because it it it, it reminded me of, of my family. But but the quote was, I shall pass this way. But once any good right. that I can do or any kindness I can show to any human being, let me do it now. Let me not defer non-neglect for I shall not pass this way again. Mm. Chris, I get so excited about yeah. helping others because I don't know what the opportunities will be again. And, and, and then the second quote is, is, is similar. It's by a, a man who, who, is an icon in my life and I got a chance to meet him when he was very old and and I'll never forget sitting down and at, at on my knees and listening to him impart some wisdom to me and his name was Dr. Benjamin Elijah Mays and and one of the things that Dr. Mays says is I only have just one minute only 60 seconds in it I am forced you know, force upon me, can't re- refuse it. Didn't seek it, didn't choose it. But right. it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it. Give account if I abuse it. Mm. Just a tiny little minute, but eternity is in it. Wow. Wow. Boy, that's powerful. I know people's going to rewind this and hear that again and again. That's awesome. I tell you, whenever you really help somebody to move forward and succeed, one of my clients was 87 years old when she wrote her first book and people thought I was crazy for coaching her, but I never will forget the day she held that book up. She only ordered six copies, but she held that book up as if this is the biggest thing in the world because she had for 47 years, she tried to get it out of her. And within six months with the coach, she was able to do that. So tell us about the most significant way coaching has affected you personally, something that's really done for you personally. And maybe you got to add something professional, maybe relationship or finances, but tell us the way that it has affected Marvin. You, you, you know, we, we didn't make this up. That question that you just said and then the statement that you just gave was great. One of the things that Pastor Robinson helped me do was when I took one of my biggest corporate assignments, I said that I was going to start writing a book. Mm-hmm. That was in 2000. That was in 2005, Chris. I was going to start writing a book and I already had a title for it. It was called Breaking the Glass Ceiling. And I was thinking, yes, I'm on it. And Chris, I was religiously writing every day something. (laughs) Chris, in 2011, guess what? I still didn't have a what? A book. A book. (laughs) And and I'm thinking, I've got all of these things. I've gone through several computers. I've transferred stuff from hard drive. You know, I've been keeping these things. I'm keeping all of this stuff. So I'm aimlessly just doing this. And I'll never forget sitting down with Pastor Robinson saying, you know, I'm I'm tired of this. I've been writing a book for a long time and I can't get anywhere. And he, and he asked a question and he said, Marvin, have you really talked to God about it? Mm. Mm. And I said, well, yeah, of course. I mean, I've been doing it for all these years. 
But I said, you know, but because you asked, I'm going to ensure. I'm going to go back. <laughs> Make sure he heard you. I, I'm going to talk about this again. And Chris, my book, which is Lead, A Guide to Fostering Perpetual Leadership. Mm. When I went back, I clearly heard this. Marvin, you were writing about what you wanted to write about. Wow. Wow. Now I want you to write about what I want you to write about. Wow. Chris, over the process of a couple of weeks, I had completed the draft of this book. Wow. <laughs> I went from years not having it uh -huh. to putting it together like that. I had some things that I didn't even recognize as I began to tell my story. And they gave their four leadership nuggets that I put into here. That's mm -hmm. the basis of what I believe is a guide to perpetual leadership. Wow. Because we just see sometimes leadership is just what we're doing. I'm wanting people to see, no, it stands far beyond us. You know, Sam Chan is a perpetual leader. Guess what? I am one that's in that wake. I'm following that. So he is beyond what he's done just for himself and for his organization. I am right. out here doing the same thing now. So can you see this vision of perpetual leadership? Chris, that's something that I have done. And and guess what? You know, it, the book sales are fine, but that's that's not look, I get speaking engagement. I get people to 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 talk to me about doing different things. I get to go talk to teams. You know, in the corporate world, I was always used as a fireman to come in to go into problem areas, whether it was mm -hmm. technology, whatever the business was, come in and, and turn it around. And I never knew how I turned it around. In fact, I won't say that I was the one to turn it around. I did a lot of praying. And yeah. so so in going through that, I got a chance to see those programs benefit and turn around and make major changes and and Chris, I was able to look back over all of those things and even raising my own kids and looking at the things, you know, the mistakes I made, the successes we had and all of those things and, and put them all together and say, wow, there is a word out there and there is something that I have to say. Right. Let me put it down and do it. And so that's been one of the biggest things because I was able to do something. And because I was doing it in my own power. I wasn't getting very far. But when I sat down and had a coach that guided me through some steps, guess what I was able to do? Mm. Put it down to paper and get published. There you go. So maybe there's some people that's interested that that's hearing about this now. Lead the guide to perpetual um, leadership. leadership. So, so tell me, tell me how how somebody could get in contact with you. Uh, maybe a website or way that they can actually contact uh, you because you're exciting, and I love the excitement because people don't understand that when we ever get in a place of being stuck and we find our way out, <laughs> it's yes. a whole new thing. And that's what a coach does is we move that person from being stuck into that place of their destiny. So how could somebody get in contact with you? Well, uh, one is going to. Uh, my one of my websites and it's lead perpetually l-e-a-d perpetually.com that's one thing they could do by going there they'll able they'll have access to my my book which you can also get on amazon and any of the other platform or if they don't want to you know get a reading uh, copy they can get an on you know an audible copy so you can do that uh by let's see how else uh, if you go to that website, you'll also, they can sign up for a monthly blog. I create a monthly leadership blog. Oh, nice. Uh -huh. Chris, I'm amazed at what um, 
divine guidance that I get, you know, to write something monthly, wow. you know, just a short read to encourage leaders out there. One that are, I started it for my clients. And then I started realizing that it was going beyond just my clients. Now everyone can have access to it just right. by signing up to it. And I just put something out there every month to make people think and going through this whole COVID-19 experience, it has been a resource of fresher breath air for people as they're looking at things and they're trying to figure out what am I going to do? And, and then, you know, something comes from them in a writing that says, you know, <laughs> all of these times, I, I, you know, I tell people all the time, I did a poll with, with many of my executives said, what was one thing that you miss between yeah. Post-COVID, you know, pre-COVID and now, and and many people said, oh, they had to say contact with people. Yeah, those things were important, but that wasn't the most important thing. The most important thing they had on their list was they missed their recommute. Wow, like recommute. Yeah, we all tried to get rid of the commuting. (laughs) Yeah, but the problem, the thing is, in the commuting, that was their alone time. That was their Mm -hmm. thinking time. Right, right. And people went to having no more thinking time. And so I coined the phrase, let's do the recommute. You know, you're not going to go into the office, but let's take 30 minutes in the morning before you get up, before you uh, look at your phone uh, and look at all that stuff and just get yourself centered. Whether yeah. you want to meditate, whether you want to exercise, whatever you want to do. Think about the fact you're alive and what do you got planned for the day? And then do the same thing at the end of the day. Let's do a recommute. And it's amazing the change in lives and the change of disposition that it began to make in people. And that all came out of the blogs. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. So I want to say that again, in case somebody missed it, uh, you can contact um, very easily with Marvin Allen at www.leadperpetually.com. That's L-E-A-D-P-E-R-P-E-T-U-A-L-L-Y.com. Brother Marvin, it has been absolutely fantastic. You got me excited and pumped up, and I'm a certified coach as well. I'm sitting here wanting to dream again, dream out loud. That's what it's about here at the Dream Out Loud podcast. So thank you so much, sir. We're so glad that you've been walking with us a long time and now um, not actually living that dream and walking in your purpose. So thank you for being a part of the podcast today. Thank you for inviting me. This is this is great. This is an honor for me. Um, you were you were one of one of my one of my teachers, one of my coaches, one of my mentors, and I am just thankful for you and and Sam and Brenda and the whole Debbie and every and Robert, the whole team, Amen. because of all the great things that you all do to continue to support and encourage folks out here just like me. Well, thank you so much, sir. We hope this podcast with Marvin Allen has helped you to dream out loud. We thank you for joining us today and to learn more about Dream Releaser Coaching or to find out about our other products and resources that you have heard about today, visit us at www.dreamreleaser.com and you can hear us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. See you next time for more of the inspirational topics to help you dream out loud with the Dream Out Loud podcast.